0: You're listening to the Mentor Talk Show. On this weekly show, we invite experts to learn about their journeys as professionals in their fields. Remember, if you have any questions for our panelists, you can always leave them in the comment section or ask um, through our Inspire platform on the Emoja app. On today's show, we welcome Fatima al Fatima did a Bachelor of Nursing at Laurentian University and then did a Master's in Healthcare Quality Improvement. She she worked in the emergency department as a frontline nurse and then worked as a clinical research nurse coordinator where she managed and coordinated medical research with doctors. Now she's currently a nurse officer in charge at a mental health hospital. I'm looking forward to hearing about Fatima's journey and um, the incredible experience she's learned along the way. Assalamu alaikum, how are you? Wa alaikum, assalam. I'm good. How are you? I'm doing well. Um, I want to start off by just giving me a little bit of background of your um, education and then we'll get a little bit more into your career. Sure.
1: Yes. So I did a bachelor's of nursing and, uh,
0: at Laurentian University.
1: And then after that, I did a master's in healthcare quality at Queen's University nice
0: um and can you tell us a bit about those experiences so applying to um the nursing uh, programs and then applying for your master's programs how was that process
1: um so the process for applying into nursing you need to have certain prerequisites in high school so um, obviously you need to have your sciences but Mm -hmm. you need to have biology and chemistry you don't need physics um, you need to have, I think at least one math course and then an English course, and then a couple of electives, but those are the main ones. And then you apply through university, um, nursing programs are very competitive programs because a lot of people apply to them and they have very limited spots. Mm-hmm. So, um, the best thing when it comes to applying is apply early, make sure in grade 11 or in high school in general, make sure you've, if you really want to be in nursing, you just study really, really hard because
0: mm-hmm.
1: when you're in nursing, you're studying all the time.
0: And This is specifically, I think, more in Canada than anywhere else. I mean, in the states, it's not like that, from what I've heard from people. I know. Not as much.
1: <laughs> I know, like, yeah, because I, cause I, yeah, did school in Canada. I, I, my experience was you do a lot of studying, mm-hmm. really big textbooks that are like. I don't want to scare anyone, but <laughs> sometimes mm-hmm. thousands of pages long, and you're not reading the entire textbook. But no, of um, course. Part. Oh yeah, obviously.
0: There's certain marks that you have to get within your exams, and certain things that you have to hit, um, or else you you have to redo uh, certain parts of the program.
1: Yeah, exactly. So uh, my, so I think, so I really think it depends on the program uh, mm-hmm. or the university. But for nursing, at least where I did it, you needed to have a minimum of sixty uh, percent to pass. I believe. So Mm -hmm. some, some courses were 60, some courses were 70% to pass.
0: Okay. All right. And then some I've, that I've heard about are like 80 or 90 depends. I think, like you said on the programs, right. Which is (laughs) normally the the entrance
1: uh, percentage or an entrance average you need to have in high school to get into these programs.
0: And when you're in nursing, um, what, like, this is just for people who are wondering, you know, what, what what marks do I need and what should I do and how hard do I have to work when I'm actually studying in nursing to actually get my um, registered uh, nurse uh, license.
1: So when you're in high school to get into uh, a nursing program, normally the average they'll ask is about an 80% in high school. Mm -hmm. There are some programs in Canada that ask up to like a 93% per, uh, okay. average. Okay. Um, so you do have to be working pretty hard in high school, get good grades, especially in your sciences, um, your English course and one of the math courses to be able to, to get into these nursing programs mm-hmm. because they're not easy programs.
0: Mm-hmm. And when you're in the program to get your license, what what is that process like?
1: So again, it depends on the university Um So some universities, you need to have a minimum passing grade of 70 overall in your four years to graduate nursing and then to get your license. So so with nursing, you have to have graduated, finished school, obviously, um, your diploma to apply for your license. And when you apply for your license, you have to do two exams to get your license. Mm -hmm. So one of them is a jurisprudence exam. um, And this is an ethics exam. Um, and then the other one is the NCLEX exam, which we do in Canada and in America. Okay. Um, and it's um, like a comprehensive exam of everything that you learned in the last four mm-hmm. years.
0: Okay. Very interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, how did you choose your master's, and what was that process like?
1: So I, so I, I knew I wanted to do a master's program. Um, I knew I wasn't, I, a bachelor wasn't enough for me. I wanted to do a master's program and mm-hmm. specialize in something. I thought about doing a, uh, a master's of nursing, but then I wanted something more specific. I wanted something that will really direct my career in a path that's going to open so many opportunities and mm-hmm. doors for me. And I'm not And a master's of nursing does do that, but it wasn't something I was interested in. I wasn't okay. interested in the program. I then thought about doing a master's in nurse practitioner and become a nurse practitioner. And then I was like, I don't know if I want to do patient care for the rest of my life.
0: Yeah.
1: So um, I knew I knew I wanted to be a leader. I wanted to work in management and I wanted to do something to help the healthcare system be better. So I looked into this program, healthcare quality improvement, and that's why I chose it because I knew this job was going to give me an opportunity, a career where I'm able to help people help the healthcare system and to make it
0: better somehow. Okay. Very interesting. Um, So when you, you, your experience of uh, working as a, a frontline nurse. How was that, um, and what, what was the like? What was the most memorable things that you went through at the time, and how did that um, sort of help you in your career now? So, when I worked as a frontline nurse, I worked in the
1: emergency department. When I first graduated, mm-hmm. I knew I want. I always knew I wanted to work in the emergency department. I could not work anywhere else in the hospital except for that. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, I, I never wanted to work up on the floors. I didn't want to work surgical or medical or or anything like that. I wanted to work in Emerge, and that was the only place I wanted to work. Mm-hmm. And, that, and I was really fortunate to get um, a fourth year placement there where I did my mm-hmm. placement for four months there. And I fell in love with it even more. And I was so lucky, alhamdulillah, to get a job right away when I graduated nursing in the emergency department mm-hmm. where I did my placements. Mm-hmm. So I already knew. Um, so when I graduated as a nurse I was a brand new nurse already knew the department already knew everything okay. uh, how well not everything I knew how the process worked in that department specifically yeah. so it was a little bit easier starting my career that way mm-hmm. um, but in the I had so many good experiences in the emergency department and a lot of bad experiences because in the emergency department we are dealing with everything we're dealing with mm-hmm such a huge variety of people when it comes like it goes from dealing with pediatric people, uh, pediatric population, children, infants, babies, to teenagers, to adults, to elderly people. Mm. We deal with people who are very, very, very sick, who are on, who are between life and death to people who say, come in with say minor or simpler diagnosis. Mm-hmm. Um, you Really learn how to work in a fast-paced environment, and that's what that's what I loved about the emergency department—the fast-paced environment. I love just always being on my feet, having that adrenaline rush, almost kind of feeling like you're on a high, um, just because um you're always on your feet, you're always working. there was always something to do. It's never a dull moment in the emergency department. You go in every day not knowing what you're going to go into, and so it just kind of made life a little bit interesting that yeah. way. Um, because it wasn't like a dull routine. Every day, something new. Every day you were going to deal with a new type of patient, a new diagnosis. You're going to learn new skills. And I absolutely love that because I was always learning, Mm -hmm. becoming educated. And I love that.
0: What uh, would you say are the most important skills to have as an ER nurse?
1: As an ER nurse, you really need to have a strong heart because you deal with so much and you see so much. Mm -hmm. You deal with such critical patients such sad you hear such sad stories you people come in and sometimes the reason that they're in it's such a traumatic experience for them Mm. and and you really need to have a strong heart because you need to be able to control your emotions you need to be able to leave your what you see at work and your emotions at work and not bring it back home and let it affect your life because it is so easy to do that especially working in that kind of environment Mm -hmm you are dealing with so much that affect you emotionally and mentally it's a it's a it's a very emotional job and it is hard to sometimes control your emotions in the er i know there were some days there were some um situations that i have been in where i have finished my shift and i was calm and collected and then i would get to my car and just start crying Mm. Because I just had like a really bad day at work. I, or I just had a really bad um, experience with a patient or.
0: And you um, have to I bottle think- it in when you're with them, right? You can't show mm-hmm. them.
1: Yes, exactly. You can't show them. You can't show your emotions. Mm-hmm. You can show some emotion, but what's appropriate. That's not. Compassion. Bad, exactly. Mm-hmm. Compassion. That's not crossing any boundaries. Mm-hmm. But for example, I wouldn't, I can't cry in front of my patient because I'm so emotional from their story
0: mm.
1: or like I, I remember that I once was taking care of an elderly patient and that patient I was taking care of them and then all of a sudden they I went into I, I can't remember what I was doing with that patient specifically they called me they rung the call bell I went to go see what they needed I was helping them and then all of a sudden in my hands they, they died right in my hands
0: wow
1: but like I, they were talking to me literally two seconds ago, and then all of a sudden mm-hmm. they were not breathing. And I, I, that experience that was and that wasn't my first time dealing with
0: with death, death.
1: Sitting right in front of my eyes mm-hmm. in the emergency department and someone in my hands. Yeah. So that's when I went to my car and I cried. Mm. We learned to, we learned up. to deal with that.
0: Yeah, I can tell it still holds a place in your heart. You know.
1: You, you don't. But as a nurse, you are, and this we learned this in school, and I think. Mm. This is like one of you know sometimes you learn uh, there's certain courses you have in university. You're like, oh, this is so useless. I will never learn it. I'll never need this in my life. I don't know why I'm learning it. Yeah, one course that that or one of the courses that are so important that I learned so much was so I learned so much from was the courses where they taught you to critically think and to reflect. As nurses, mm-hmm. we constantly reflect on what we're doing, yeah. especially the situations that we go through. We think about it all the time. Although we don't show it, we are thinking about it. There are situations that are, that happened four years ago, and I still think about it now.
0: Mm-hmm. But I
1: don't let it affect me. I just reflect on it. And I said, alhamdulillah, I went through that experience, and it changed me as a person. It made me better. It made me better at my job and how to deal with my emotions and how to deal with that situation if it ever comes back.
0: And do you feel like um, your religion or your, uh, you know, Islam uh, helps you within that as well, helps you to cope? A
1: hundred percent, because... In Islam, we learn to be patient, sabr. Mm-hmm. And as a nurse, you really have to be patient. Yeah. It, especially in critical situations, in emotional situations, uh, situations that may not affect you per se, but it really affects your patient. Yeah. You really gotta show that compassion, patient, be kind to everyone, and that's in, in Islam. Those are the biggest virtues that we have: compassion, patience, and being kind. Yeah. That's and being a true. and being a hard worker in general mm-hmm. as well. Yeah, being great. there for people and and um, making their experience better, trying to help them to go through something that's difficult in their life.
0: It's amazing how many um things you can learn from a religion that give us really a strong foundation for everything in our life. And it's and
1: exactly, exactly. subhanAllah
0: um let's move on to the clinical research nurse co- coordinator um tell us a little bit about that and then um, we'll go into what skills you need
1: so as a clinical research nurse coordinator so i worked as i worked that position in my last year of working in the ER. so i worked two jobs at the same time i was working mm-hmm. in the ER and then i was doing this uh, as well so what a clinical research nurse coordinator does is i'm managing uh, medical research studies for for doctors
0: mm-hmm.
1: and on top of doing that, at the same time, I'm doing data collection, but through the nursing aspect. So, um, because there are medical studies, I uh, so I do the medical aspect of it. So. Um, giving the patients the study medication, monitoring them, doing phone call visits, uh, monitoring their signs and symptoms, doing their Mm -hmm. vitals, giving them... um, So the medications sometimes are given in different formats. So I've had so many different types of research studies. So I did some cancer research research studies where I'm giving patients uh, medication through IVs, um, some through injections, some that are just pills. Mm -hmm. Some I would... um, so we would, uh, I would take blood work from patients as well, take samples from them, send them to the lab. As a coordinator, that's literally, as a research coordinator, that's exactly what you're doing. You're coordinating and managing the day-to-day mm-hmm. activities of the research studies, and you are doing them yourself as well. You're doing the okay.
0: data. Yeah. Nice. Um, and what skills do you need um, if you're in school and um, you're getting into this job and you're thinking about getting into it?
1: So skills that we need for this job is you really need to have really good time management and be organized. Mm-hmm. You have to be that person that lays out a calendar and just mm-hmm. sl- slot in time for when you need to get stuff done. Because when it comes to these type of these types of research studies, you have really strict deadlines yeah. um, that you that things need to be done by. So you need to be really good at managing your time, getting your work done efficiently. And to be able to be very organized, and at the same time, you need to really be able to. Be, you need to be good at liaisoning and coordinating um, different things, because as a coordinator, you are dealing with a big team. So you are managing a big team. So you are needing to coordinate with other research coordinators, with the doctors, with the sponsors, with um, with the accounting uh, section. Mm-hmm deal with um with uh laboratory technicians phlebotomists other nurses other people who are involved in the research studies you have to be able to coordinate it coordinate everyone together to make sure that you are making sure the research the research study is flowing smoothly
0: and if you're not a very organized person can you learn this skill
1: you can learn that skill, (laughs) (laughs) but it'd be it'd be you'd have a better time having it from the beginning yeah but it's definitely like we all learn. Um, to be more organized and relearn time management, obviously through experience, Mm -hmm. but I don't think... You're, the doctor would be very happy if you weren't organized at the beginning
0: right from the beginning yeah. um nurse officer in charge at a mental hospital I think this is what everyone's waiting for please tell us about this experience
1: <laughs> yeah so right so I left both those jobs and I took this position when I graduated from my master's so now I work as a nurse officer in charge in two mental health care hospitals or buildings mm-hmm. um, and so What the position is, you are a manager, you are a leadership. So formally, you are the administrative leadership of these two hospitals on site after hours. After hours, meaning that, so during the day in the hospital, there is managers, there's coordinators, there's directors, everything's open, the pharmacy, the the different um, services Mm -hmm. are all during the day. An officer in charge after hours comes in once all the managers and everyone's gone and you're just dealing with the staff. Mm. So um, so we normally overlap uh, with the managers a little bit because officers in charge, because we're after hours, we work evenings and night shifts. Okay. So uh, we, we work a mix of eight hour shifts and 12 hour shifts. So... Mm. Um, We my shifts typically start 2.30 p.m. until 11 p.m. The coordinators and and, uh, managers are normally there till 4 p.m. So we we overlap a couple hours. Um, And then on the weekend, we work day shifts and night shifts. So what the job is, is we are managing the hospital, just one person in the evening and at night. And so anything that happens in the hospital is your responsibility. Mm-hmm. So you are dealing with conflicts. You are dealing with problems. You are dealing with emergencies, codes. Anything that happens in the hospital is on you. So mm-hmm. what you're doing is constantly res- solving problems, solving situations, um, making sure that the hospital is safe, the, ho- the hospital is running efficiently. You are implementing protocols, procedures, um, checking up on your staff, Um you also are replacing staff. You need to be really good at knowing um, the unions as well of the staff because you work with a lot of different staff. So I work with RNs, I have RPNs, I have physiotherapists, I have occupational therapists, um, there's pharmacists, the security guards, all those people. So when you come to replace those staff, say if someone calls in sick, you need to be able to really follow the proper protocol.
0: You have to be really, really um, detailed at least. Mm-hmm. It's, it seems like it's a it's a very heavy um, job, right?
1: It is a heavy job, and it it can be a stressful job because you are managing, you are leading a whole hospital. And in my position, I'm leading. I manage two hospitals at the same time. So I manage a mental health care hospital, and then I manage a forensic mental health hospital okay. too. So I work at one, so one site at a time. So if I'm working at this site, then I'm managing the other side through my pager phone. If I'm at the other side, I'm managing the other one through my pager phone. So that can get very stressful, because sometimes you're not actually there at the hospital to be able to see what's going on. And everything is just based on what the staff is telling you. Um, so managing both at the same time can sometimes be a little stressful, especially when both hospitals are have a lot of things going on. They have deal with. So our biggest role is making sure that the hospital is safe, um, systems are in place, and that we and that the staff are okay, the patients are okay. And that we are solving all the problems and situations that happen while the managers are gone.
0: Giving us, we only have, I think, about two, three minutes of our show. But I really wanted to get your final piece of advice for our listeners, anyone who wants to get into nursing, um, what they can expect, what experiences maybe that you want to highlight that um, you think are important. Uh, yes.
1: So I had mentioned this a little bit before when it came for nursing, but characteristics you really need to be able to critically think. hmm have good problem solving skills because as a nurse, you're always dealing with different problems. Sometimes things arise. You don't have the right medication. You don't have the right, uh, you don't have the right um, piece of material for the patient, the right, you don't know the proper skills. You need to go and research that. You need to be really be able to critically think and be able to improvise sometimes in situations to keep the patient safe. Um, so you can contact the doctor and explain the situation and what's going on because sometimes the hospitals don't they don't always have everything sometimes things run out things are not available Mm. we don't have enough of something so you really need to be able to critically think and be able to problem solve you really need to be able to deal with your emotions Mm. be compassionate you need to be kind and compassionate no matter what situation you're going through someone could be giving you attitude someone could a patient could be really rude to you you need to stay calm and you need to
0: be kind and compassionate Thank you so much, Fatima, for sharing your experiences and that wonderful story um, that really highlights (laughs) what your job is all about. Of course. You were just listening to the YouMentor Talk Show. If you missed this or future shows, make sure to hear the replay on the UMentor website under Prior Talk Shows or check it out on the Emoj app. Thank you for listening.